What's going on guys? It's your boy Random Guy Kev and this is Thoughts of a Random Guy. We talk about many things dealing with love, dating, relationships, adulting, life's ups and downs and the ever-evolving world of just being a human. Don't forget to check me out on all your favorite social media platforms at Random Guy Kev and my website at randomguykev.com. Today's topic is emotional availability and my co-host for this episode is Black Mamba, Instagram Black Mamba underscore eight and Twitter as well. Happy to be here. Yeah, so let's 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 get into emotional availability. And I think it looks different for everybody. So what what does emotional availability look like to you? To me? To you. Oh, I I think about this all the time. Emotional availability means like how are you able to communicate, how are you able to how are you able to display your emotion in a way that is that is constructive, that is like, hey, this is how I feel about this. This is why I do this. I am a, to me, like there's like different levels. Like I'm like, I wear my emotions on my sleeve type of person. With certain people though. Mm. Not with everybody. Not with everybody. You can't, you can't be vulnerable with everybody. You can't be, but like with the people you care about, you could be vulnerable, you could be emotional. I think that sometimes pe- folks have a, have a fear of being that way mm-hmm. because they would never want somebody to look at them that way. And I am like big on like, I don't care who you are. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to tell you how I feel. And mm-hmm. you know what? And me telling you how I feel, like if I, feel, if I trust you enough, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And if I, and I feel like sometimes we run into situations where your partner and I'm, I and I honestly let's go. I'm go granular. I'm go. I'm go very direct with the statement to say, as you look at who you want to be with, it's like, are they able to be emotionally available to you? Mm-hmm. I look at my parents. I look at my. You know what? It validated that the other day. It was like. Emotional availability really is something that has to be very very honest very very open in with no shame no no guilt behind it none of that and how do we do that like i don't like i don't know what it is for you but for me emotional availability is like yeah i'm I'm an open book and i think as scary yeah i think as men as we get older we and re- we deal with specific relationships um emotional availability most of us learn it but some of us don't no, but no. emotions in general are something we learn as we get older for most of us emotional and we communicate it differently and that's the thing it's like i learned like everybody looks at emotional availability different everybody receives it different yeah and some people want to receive it a specific way. So for me, at one point, for me to communicate my emotions, it was very hard only because I don't know what these feel like. I don't know what these feelings are. What, how do I communicate this to, 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 to someone I genuinely like have feelings for that I like or the, the right people around me. And it's like, not until my sister, my dad died. It was like, now this shit is just flowing out. And it's just like, bro, like, this is how I feel. Here, here you go. I don't know how to how to uh, hold it back. Yeah, I don't know how to hold it back. I mean, I've been in situations with you where I'm just sitting there crying yeah. because I don't know 
like where my feelings are, my feelings are everywhere because I'm in a, in a, in a moment. And then like, but most- it does, it takes those moments though too. Right. And I feel like for the longest time before what happened with your fan, which was so unfortunate, yeah. like so unfortunate. I think that's what made our bond even deeper because I, I've been in the position where I like I was in position with you, right? And I saw where you're going through. I saw the pain you're going through. And sometimes you have to be a protector of that 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 pain, right? Mm. Sometimes you got to be a protector of that pain. Sometimes, you, and if you don't, I feel like you wouldn't felt that way if I wasn't a protector of your pain. And like we could have this conversation yep. and stuff like that, because a lot has happened for you, right? Yeah, and a lot has happened for me. But at the same time, it's like. You need to put people through that, and sometimes it is. It's very. It's very hard. Let's yeah. never get it crazy. It's very yeah. hard. It's very hard to be very comfortable to say, "Hey, I want to be emotionally available to you." Mm-hmm. And I think I struggle with that with my parents right now. Mm. Right now. I As mean, it's, it's a Haitian thing too. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, a fe- it's a fear of like not feeling weak, <clears throat> not being. But I think men, men generally, it's mm-hmm. like if you are so emotionally available, then you become the. You're not a man. You need, mm. You're not this. You're not that. And yep. like, yep. and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, put this towards pop culture. People, people, certain people don't like Drake. Yeah. Cause he's too emotional sometimes. But you know what? He knows his emotions. Mm-hmm. But that man, that man is emotional about yeah. every everything. So it's funny. It, it, but that's that's fine. Like yeah, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. But it's not my business. Like I'm not dating him. Yeah. I I appreciate how honest he's about himself. Kanye West is emotional. Mm-hmm. I appreciate how they are about themselves because if you're not, then people really don't, won't ever understand you. Mm-hmm. If you're not, people will never understand what you're going through, understand why you're like that, mm-hmm. understand why you do things. It might not be the right thing that you're doing, yeah. but they would never understand why you do it. Yeah. And everybody can be like, oh, he's doing too much. Or he he not doing enough. Yeah. Or he cold. Or he that. No. Emotional available, it, honestly to me, I'd rather you be emotionally available than not, because mm-hmm. then I could then I could choose, choose to decide yep. what I want to do with you. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, emotional availability to me, it looks like you know me being vulnerable and open with you. Yeah. And 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 being that, being a person that I trust, that I can break down in front of him like yo. Am I, is this a safe space? Um, and sometimes for me personally, it's, it's easier for me to write how I feel versus like verbally expressing certain things because it's like my mind is always racing. <clears throat> and the, the, that's the one thing a lot of people say, like the moment you date a creative, you be, you become part of their art. And it's like, yeah, I have so much shit in my head that it's like the only way I know how to express it is to write. Yeah. I'm just writing my thoughts down. I'm writing my shit down and putting it together and brainstorming um, ways that it flows for me. So, um, yeah, uh, emotional, uh, again, but everybody looks at emotional availability different. And as, you know, being Haitian, culture, culturally, men are supposed to be strong. Yeah. No matter what, don't share your feelings, don't cry, don't do this. I mean, that's most men in general, but Haitian is like... <clears throat> it's like a double down. Yeah. And you know what's crazy why it's even double down? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to throw it, 
like for certain Haitian like in our generation we don't have to deal with this mm. but Haitian men that grew up early like our our fathers are like our our fathers let's go with our fathers like we're, we're both in our 30s so like you're talking about people that are in their 60s mm. a lot of the women that they were dating women that they end up marrying mm-hmm. when they came to America were nurses right mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say nurses make more money than probably most of their fathers do, mm-hmm. hands down but the culture is that the man runs the house mm-hmm. So it don't matter that my mom makes 100K and my dad makes six. At one point, he was probably making less than that. Yeah. But he was hustling and stuff like that, doing things like <clears> that. Doing other stuff, yep. But at the same time, if you look at now in this day and age for us, it's like, yo, if, you're, if your shorty's making 150K and you making 80K, like, yo, you're not the boss. Yeah, yeah. But that's to show you, and the Haitian culture is so crazy that women, like, not in Haitian, I'm going to put this, in foreign culture in general, mm. foreigners, all across the world the woman submits to their man and everything mm-hmm. in the finances even they being the check the check is going to the father to the to the father to take care of how we how we deal with the bills mm-hmm. like she her job even she's working hard like I'm talking about like this is back in the day and it doesn't doesn't exist like this anymore yeah but back in the day we're talking about our parents generation People that are in their 60s, people that are in their 70s, people that are between 50 and 70. I don't even know 50 doesn't count anymore because 50 is like, we 20 years apart from that. Yeah. But I'll say that 20 years apart from that, that makes sense. So I think we're at a position, they are at a position where like a lot of women, not all women, a lot of women mm-hmm. submitted to the man read the finances, even though you were bringing in the bacon. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a different, and the thing is, it's a different time back then yeah. because women, uh, you got to remember, women couldn't work, women were getting paid less. Yeah, and <clears throat> it, it was up, it was, it was up to the man to do all this stuff. So even yeah, so it's like so like so, that- but now, but now in this age, women, you know, women's rights and all that stuff, women are getting paid more than men. It's like men feel some type of. Uh, are they getting uh, paid more than men? Some are, yeah. Uh, is it look, because of what? In general, it, I mean, I some of them have more education, definitely. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. I, definitely. You, some I think have more. the the level of playing feels like you know women were going to college more than men. Yeah. No. Definitely. But nowadays, but to point, I still we let's not. I still believe that men still make more money than women in general. Right now, yeah. Just depending, right now. don't matter what you do. Like I'm like the, the Las Vegas Aces won the um, WNBA. Finals. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, um, Aja Wilson, you fire. Mm. But you, you wearing LeBron sneakers, so he's about to make more money than you. Mm. He's been making more money than you. But like, it just shows you like... Yeah, but there's still a discrepancy. Oh, there's, there's, oh, a, there's gonna, a discrepancy everywhere. The discrepancy um, is like, it's, it's unreal. And, and it, it comes back down to our, our, our uh, the discussion where women are allowed to be more emotional and vulnerable than men are. And when men do that, they're considered a bitch. Yeah. And it's like, but, you know, women still want, hey, be more... Be more in your feelings. Tell me how you're feeling. Tell me this. Only, Tell me only, th- only in private. You know that, right? You said what? Only in private. Mo- women nowadays, they want to tell you how you feel in private, but in 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 my mind, and just like I'm, I don't like to speak for women sometimes, but like I'm, I'm gonna put it out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like in in public, certain women. I'm gonna I'm gonna say certain now because I'm gonna use that. Certain women like to feel like a man, like a man, a man's going to be a man. Because you still want that. Like, because I think it goes back to 
being emotional available is like to like I think for women is being like emotional available to say, hey, I could talk my feelings, I could say how I feel, but like don't don't be crying in front of like random people in the restaurant because you just like <laughs> Yeah. Nah, like don't I, be a bitch, yo. <laughs> but at I mean, home, that, yeah. at home, I want you to be emotionally available. I want you like if I'm and I think and to your point, you said it earlier, you you said the perfect thing is like it's it it changes for people because it depends on what you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. So emotional mm-hmm. available yeah. for me is like I want you just to tell me how you feel. Yeah, just be, tell me how you feel. Just be you. I just, no be not be you is okay. I think that we all know that there's things that you don't want to like be you, but like like if you knew you were like a weirdo and doing weird shit, like I'm not saying be you because like I might not like you after that. <laughs> but <You're> stupid. <laughs> but it mean like be like be like hey emotionally available. Be like hey I just didn't like the way you talked to me today. Mm. And ha- let's have the conversation in private, mm. but don't try to expose me in a in, restaurant. In, in the restaurant, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't say, but like as men, like, like I would like for men to be like, hey, I didn't like how you move in private. But certain people be like, nah, mm. why you do that? Like causing the scene, like causing why? Scene, yep. Like I think that's where for me is like that's the emotional availability. It's like, hey, you didn't like how I did something, so emotion, tell me how you feel about that. Yeah, and I think that's where I'm at, and I think a lot of women are like that too. It's like, hey, I don't need you to be in the bed while we sleep. Like, nah, nah, yo, I don't love you. Like, you know, like be like, yo, I like be like, I'm not emotional. Like, nah, bitch, you supposed to do this. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, there, but yeah, like, you're good. like, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, be like, yo, like, nah, I'm tough. Like, like if if that's your partner, yeah, and you're upset about something. You could feel like you go to that person and be like, hey, yo, babe, like, I'm annoyed by this. Like, da da da. Not, it might not be related to her, but like anything, like, I'm annoyed by my job. I'm, mm. Like, I want that open level of communication to be like, hey, let's talk. Mm-hmm. But when we get to a restaurant, I think that for, for a that, woman, like, you save, can't, save that for home. Yeah, save all take that, that for Take home. that home, but then have that conversation when you get home. Mm-hmm. Save that emotion for home. And a lot of, I'm, I'm going to speak for the women. I feel like a lot of women feel like men don't even do that. Certain men don't do that at all. They don't even say how they feel. Mm. They don't say how I they mean, feel. They, they just disperse. They leave. Because, or they. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, again, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes people are stuck on what society mm-hmm. is saying. But to your point, oh, we talked about this. It's what it's, it's gonna be on another podcast mm-hmm. that you just threw out there, but it's like it goes back to what we said earlier. Men don't leave. Men would just start just doing stupid, doing other shit to get you out, right? Mm-hmm. But when you, he could just have that conversation, be like, "Hey, I don't like how you do this in the bed. Y'all sleeping together. I don't like how you do this. How mm-hmm. can we fix this?" Oh yeah, yeah. That's like, that's emotional availability right yeah. there. How do we fix this? And if it can't fix, okay, get yeah. it. Yeah. But that's that's honest. That's communication. How do we fix this? How do we fix that? We turn around. We don't want to be around each other. Mm-hmm. That's it's, crazy. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's you know that's a that's a rough thing for for some men I know, and I tell all men go seek therapy. Yes. Seek therapy to, I you know some people are afraid of therapy. Therapy doesn't work for everybody. But at least have a conversation with someone about yeah. just, you know, how to grow as a human, how, how to grow as a man. Have, have a discussion with other men. You know what's crazy? 
You say that? I think that when I started going to therapy after my breakup, I think I was going down a deep spiral to why I was going where I was going at. Mm-hmm. But also what it what it did teach me, I'm not saying like and I feel like I hate the word that therapy doesn't work for everybody. Therapy is not I don't think it's like a a fix. It's not like a drug it's not like a Tylenol, you got a headache, take a Tylenol. Mm. It's not that. Yeah, it take it oh, it's over time. It's over not time. that it's never it's never gonna be that. You know what I I look at therapy and people might disagree. I look at therapy as like a voice that's so unbiased to what's going on mm-hmm. that could look at it clearly and not try to protect you in the same sense. Because mm. like, I could talk to you, mm-hmm. right? And then be like, talk about what's going on. You're protecting me. Yeah. You're protecting me because you're, you're my friend. Mm-hmm. And you might not think you are. You might not think you are. You might be like, oh, no, I'm just looking at it from both sides. I'm not saying you did that, but I'm yeah. just saying. But in general, like, I could be like, hey. But then at the same time, I play devil's advocate all the time. Yeah, but even devil's advocate is always, always biased. When you have a vested, we have a vested interest in both parties. Think about that, yeah. right? Even with you, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I have a my my Lloyd, my vested interest was more leaning towards you. Yeah. But I'm also thinking about hey, this situation. We talked about that. We had a conversations, and that is a very big thing. People don't realize is that. You need somebody outside to mm. look in. You get the facts. And yo, that's why honestly, I'm a big I'm a big fan of couples therapy. I uh, listen, I be big on that. I tell I would like, ever be therapy would, in general and then couples therapy like figure out your shit. Couples because, therapy and you split them up and everybody says they both part and let the therapist therapist like cuz that that's their job. They get paid yeah, they get, stupid money We for we no paying a therapist to figure out our shit and, hour. And, and, and to help us out. Yeah, they know both sides. So like, yeah, no, nah, I they I, unbiased. They are neutral party. They'll be like, okay, especially when both sides are involved. Like, it's so amazing. Yeah, and it's, the thing is, is if you want that to happen, and again, that the one thing I learned from, from definitely from um, your past experiences, past experiences, is that make sure to ask the question of what does emotional availability look like to you so I can make sure I'm providing that to you. Because I, I know what it looks like to me and I can provide you what I'm, I'm used to, but what it looks like to you could be completely different. Yeah. And I think to your point, it's like that question of like what is, is being honest, is like what are you willing to accept? Mm. Mm-hmm. If, if Shorty's like, hey, I'm not really big on talking about my emotions, are you willing to accept that? Because, you know, I feel like people be capping. Yeah. Like like, like my boy also says, CAP, stop the cap. <laughs> like, people be capping. I mean, do you, do, you, do you think everyone is in the right space to share emotions? No. Because no. they got their own demons they got to deal with. I'm going to be very honest with that. I feel like, I, yes. I feel like a lot of people have their own demons that they're dealing with. And it's like, before you start sharing stuff or dealing with people, deal with your shit. Figure out what's wrong with you. Because I, again, as adults at our big age, we all have some type of trauma we dealt with. We and, all have something we dealt like with. people like to lie about it too. And people just accept that, hey, this has happened. This is what's going on. This is how my life has been going. X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. And I tell people all the time, like the biggest trauma in my life is my sister and dad. Like point blank period. 
I will break down at any point. If I see something that reminds me of them, I, I try to get better at it. Most mm -hmm. times I do. Other times when we start having that conversation, yeah. I, I'm Man, crying. I I've been there. I'm, I'm crying. I'm done. Nah, you like, breaking down. No. I know everything. We, <laughs> Cancun. Yeah. Yo, that was, but it was, it was so beautiful though. I love to see that. I, not in the. That's yeah, no, no, I get, I get you. I love to see it because I love to see the emotion, the understanding, the. Okay, this is what we're doing, and you know what? We're gonna continue to grow from that, right? Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't. Sometimes I don't believe not everybody's ready for that because they're not ready to speak to about what's going on in their life. Yeah. And they're not ready to speak to it because you have to fix that first. Then fix the other thing. Then fix the emotions. You have to fix that. And when I say fix that first, you have to be willing to be honest with yourself. So like, hey, why I went to therapy mm -hmm. was because of that, what you just said there. Mm -hmm. I, I always believe, I was like, I always say my feelings, but clearly I did not. Look, if you look at the scenario I was in, right? Yeah. I didn't really say how it really felt. Mm hmm. If I had said that from the beginning, we wouldn't have been in that position. Yeah, no, I agree. If y'all, your your relationship, your your past relationship, y'all were to together for a long period of time, and to me, outsider looking in, it just based off information you provided me, it just didn't seem like you guys evolved in your relationship to communicate effectively yeah. your problems and stuff like that, and then bring it back to the table and be like, oh, okay, we need to fix this. Yeah, you guys are just like kind of let it fester. And then and just got, the just, last, then things blew up at the end. The, and yeah. it was, it made it so easy for her to leave. Yeah. And then it was like, kind of, it kind of fucked me up. Mm -hmm. But like, it just shows you that, that was like me not realizing that I was not even emotionally available to even say how I really felt. Yeah. And, and now I, when I went and to I, therapy, shout mm -hmm. out to my, um, my girl from Orlando. She's a beast. Mm -hmm. She was a beast. She will kick my ass, but she was a beast. Mm -hmm. I loved her. I actually found that she went on a sabbatical for like three weeks, right? Yeah. And I, I went on her Instagram and was like, yo, shorty, where you at? <laughs> I need you. Well, I was like, yo, I haven't heard from you. She's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't even tell you. Because I, I was going through my insurance. So like yeah. the availability, I was like, I was trying to save some coins. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Bruh. But she was, she was a great person. I was like, yo, she's like, yeah, I took a sabbatical. She's like, since she's doing through the app, like they won't tell you. I was like. This is crazy. Yeah. I get the life of niggas that got money and niggas that don't got money. Yeah. You know, I, was like, I was like, damn, I need to pay for a therapist. But to your point, yeah, I think that's where we got. That's where we were at. And it was like, it was annoying. It, it hurt. I'm mad as hell about it, but I move on from that. And that's but now I'm, now I'm emotionally available now. Yeah. I mean, you, you've learned. Yeah, I'm good and, now. And, 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 and I'm okay. I'm going to say I'm not good. I'm good. And that's the thing. It's like, you know me. It's like... And I, I, I and I tell all y'all like, yo, therapist, go yes. get a fucking. Uh, you know me, I preach that shit. Like, go go to the th go get a therapist. Too. And it's like, I my, think I'm like you too now. What have it? I'm, I'm like you. I'm like yo. I'm like go go to therapy, bro. It's real. It's real. It's unbiased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's unbiased. It's like it's so natural, so unbiased. He's like, damn, this is real. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and the one thing is like, I love, I love when my therapist, the thing is, it's finding the right therapist to kind of tell you about your shit. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's hard. Find, find, find the right person to tell you what's up. 
and and it's like our friendship it's like one of those things where you know i have no filter so it's like and i know at certain points you don't have a filter so i i can hit you up and be like yo do I sound crazy? And you know, I, when I do hit you up about situations like that, you're like, oh shit, this shit is serious. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I gotta, I gotta stop what I'm doing. <laughs> this shit's serious, Kevin, because Kevin ain't gonna talk about some shit like this. I keep shit personal, I keep shit locked in. And if I bring that shit to you, I, I, I need to make sure I'm not sounding crazy. Yeah. Because I need, I need someone to check me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, please let me know I'm the fuck wrong. This shit sound crazy. And I feel like we did that a yeah, couple we, times. And yeah, I was we like, did. I was like, I was like, bro, yeah, you kinda wild for that. Yeah. But then, you know, oh, yo, see, we can't even talk mm. about it. Oh my we god. We can't. Oh god. But yeah, but like it is that that emotional check, that availability check, that accountability check, that which we could go into another podcast about oh, accountability. We should we should do accountability oh next. My god. <laughs> accountability oh. check. Oh my gosh. But like but I'm not gonna go into that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is that honesty behind it, right? Mm. And like you say, devil's advocate, I like to look outside and low key. I should want to go for therapy, but they don't make enough money for me. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, it, it depends if you're, you're going to private practice, but... Yeah, even if I go to private practice, that, you, got, you, you got to hustle every day to do but, that uh, shit. Again, but not all therapists are good therapists. Yeah, so like, uh, it has to be like... We, we, know, we, know, we, know, we know a couple. Yo, chill. <laughs> chill. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm chill. 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 I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Chill. I'm done. Chill. Chill. I'm trying to be... I'm on, I'm on my best behavior today. Hey yo, my man, yo, you, yo. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at the, at the, again, at the end of the day, <laughs> emotional availability looks different to everybody. It does. And and so, can oversharing hurt you though? Yes, ten thousand percent. In what ways? Every way. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, every way. Mm-hmm. I'm oversharer. I'm oversharer. I mean, I, I don't. Really it's like, better to tell the truth than lie. I know, and you know what? I, it's like. All right, I'm gonna I'm be very biblical about this, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't go to church every single Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray at least three, four times a week. I don't pray every day. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be honest with myself. Um, do I, I? I I probably don't go to I probably don't go to church on a regular basis unless it's an event, right? Yeah. Because I I have my my thoughts about church. Mm-hmm. Church, and I, when I say church. Not saying believe in God. I said going into a physical space. Mm-hmm. I feel some type of way about that, right? Yeah. Do I believe? I believe in the Bible. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I believe in the, of, of honesty. And I think this is where I get where I get tripped up at, right? This is the part where I get tripped up. At, like, how honest is too honest? Mm-hmm. How honest is too honest to say that? Like, hey, if I really today in this right moment at at seven no eight forty seven mm-hmm. and I have a lust for somebody else and I say it out loud mm-hmm. will I get in trouble for that in a relationship yes because I it and I mm. 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 you need me to pour you another drink I, I could pour you a, a no let me let me let me I pour, pour, mm. pour, pour you another drink real quick. Go ahead, get into it though. Mm. Get into it. Get into it. It's the idea of knowing that you could, that a certain thing can make you feel like you cannot do anything else. Mm-hmm. And to say that out loud, it sounds insane to me. 
it sounds insane to me mm -hmm. to say out loud that I could be like, hey, every moment of my life, I think of you. When I'm not thinking of you, what am I thinking of? Oh my God, I'm about to put myself in some trouble right now. <laughs> God made beautiful people in general. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry to say, if you made my eye in a sense to say, hey, I can only look at certain people, mm -hmm. they made my eye that way, but you didn't. This beautiful woman out here. Okay. Yeah, always. Uh, the thing is, again, um, but it's like, wait, see, before you go, it's like, that's why I feel like it's like going to church and doing this and like being faithful and being like, it's like not being faithful. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it. Being, being faith based, right? Yeah. It's to say that, hey, like you have to move in a way that is very um, honest with god and doing things for god and mm -hmm. like being doing these things for you know like and, and spiritually spiritually yeah it's the perfect word spiritually, spiritually thinking about spiritually it. moving and then you're like damn because you again because you know uh haitian parents or they'll yeah. hit you with the did you talk to god did you did you did you pray on it and it's like I did, but he's not helping me. He's not helping me with my emotions currently. Right now, right, <laughs> right, moment, right now, he's not helping me right with my emotions. Like I, right now, I need, when I, I speak need, right now, yeah, I need help right now. Like, I wish this was a video. Like we said, like right now, yeah. when I speak right now, when I I wake up at eight forty seven, <laughs> I'm like, damn, yeah, you're not it right now. Mm -hmm. You might be at eight forty nine, but eight forty seven, yeah, something just crossed my mind. Damn, like damn, like, and if I'm if I'm honest about that, coming mm -hmm. back to your say, if I'm honest, I'm like, yo. We go out, I'm like, yeah, yeah, she was cute. Mm -hmm. So most certain women, depending on what it is, they'll be like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But like, is she wrong for being upset if I'm looking at somebody else? My thing is, again, at the end of the day, it's trust. If your person trusts you, but then don't overshare them. That's my problem about mm -hmm. oversharing. That's that's why, so, I, that's, that's okay. why I said that. I, okay. But I was gonna say that because it's like out of oversharing. Like, babe, I, I was looking at that girl over there. I'm like, yo, her ass fat. Mm. And she'd be like, why are you looking at that? Mm, gotcha. I'd be like, oh, I'm just like, yo, this is like a specimen. Yeah. That's what I say, going back to God, like, like, why would you put me in this position to yeah. do this? I mean, but but again, I'm not oh, acting on it. But how about, oh, back to our talk, uh, oversharing your feelings. Is over that's a feeling, though. Yeah. It is a feeling, damn. That's why, that's why I said it. Yeah. It would go back. That's why I had to like, I had to yeah. think about it. I was like, yo, I was like. Oversharing your feelings. Like, I'm oversharing how I oversharing feel. Oversharing with the wrong person. Oversharing your feelings with the wrong person. Cause people I feel like it's so great. Like, I can't really. Because I mean. people can use that as a weapon. He yeah. was being a bitch. He was crying. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Them, that, but that's like a, that's like a very like, for yeah. me, I would never do that. Yeah. Two. Um, she a bitch. <laughs> she a bitch. <laughs> Hey, she, yo. Not only, not only is that, is that she was never meant to be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feel like, if you overshared, right? Mm. I'll tell you right now, I've overshared with all my exes. Mm. If they ever used anything I said against me, mm. you're a bitch. Mm. And when I say you're and a I'm, bitch, I mean I, like, you're, you, you, you have no respect for me. Yeah. You have no respect for our relationship. You have mm -hmm. no, like right now, like I've seen all my exes at certain point. At certain point. I think, my thing is, I feel like... Uh, we ended 
all I have is good things to say about you. You're amazing. You're the best person. Yeah. Boom. Anything else outside of that, I'm done. Like, there's no point of complaining yeah. about... There's no point of complaining about bringing somebody down. Mm-hmm. For what reason? Mm-hmm. And if I bring you down, I mean, you really didn't mean shit to me. Because yeah. at the end of the day, in my past relationships, you know them. I've been in a, a six, a five, mm-hmm. and a year relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And all of them people... Yes, I'd be like, yeah, they might be a little crazy, but I would never dog them to grab, yeah. like, to, to, like, to, like, to my family, something like, yeah, that she, girl was short, it was crazy a little bit, but I stuck out that relationship. Clearly, I saw something. Yeah, I saw you saw like, something. In she that didn't person. just start getting crazy again, and that that was back to our last topic, where it's like men do not really leave unless you're anything. like nuts. unless you unless, unless you, you do, do some crazy, some yeah. wild shit. Honestly, you know, you said you said cheating, and I'm not even trying to bring that like cheating, like which. I haven't seen that, but like cheating to me, in what sense of what happened, what happened, right? Yeah. If you were like a serial cheater, and I ain't, I'm like, yeah, yeah you're crazy, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I think that sometimes you can recover from cheating. You can, know, you can, you can recover. Depending from on what the what happened, that, the situation, yeah. in that moment, oh my god, like things happen, like because I've cheated, right? Yeah. And I will own that, and I've been my, my one of my not my priest, my ex before that, because I didn't cheat my my before that, mm-hmm. she dead ass was like. Okay, and mm. we figured it out. Mm. We we got through it, whatever. Mm. But I think that if it's like there's no respect there, mm. and some people be like, "Oh, cheating is is no respect," and mm. I get it. And I'm, it is. You it you is. you have trust issues after that. I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. I get that. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not denouncing cheating at mm-hmm. all. I'm not saying that it's like nothing could happen. But to that point, is to say, hey. This like for us to really leave, you have to like do something that's unforgivable. And some people cheating is, but for me, other things I'm more unforgivable than that. Don't show me attention. I'm good. I'm good off of you. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I'm good off of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make if you're not available when I want you or need you or want to have conversation, and then you don't even like acknowledge it after the fact. Mm-hmm. I'm good off of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, as men, we're so fucking simple. We are. We're we so are. fucking simple. It doesn't like, take a lot. It doesn't take a lot to keep us happy. We don't get, we don't get, I mean, and I feel like as Haitian men, we have the most patience out of all men. Because we have to. We have to. Like, as Haitian men, we have the most patience out of all men because, you know, we have to deal with Haitian women in general. And mm-hmm. Haitian women are great women, but at the same time, it'd be like, I, I'm not gonna speak on that. It'd be like, come on, come on. No, but you know what's crazy? Hey, <laughs> It'd be like, come on. I'm proud of you though. Because no. you kept it consistent. Oh yeah. I mean, me? You know the last time I had a Haitian girlfriend? Do you want the last time? Some, some yeah, some men tap out. Do, do you want? Do you want to hear when the last time I had a Haitian girlfriend? Never. The first one? Never. Oh, never. Okay. I mean, it's I've it's had, hard. I've it's had, hard. Had, it's not for the weak. I've had two Jamaicans. Okay. Wait, hold on. I had two Jamaicans. I had a, a Dominican chick. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's not, it, again, it's not for the weak. It's not, and it's, not only it's not for the weak, it's just like. It's, ment- it's, it's a mental, it's a mental mind game. It's a physical mind game, a physical mm. game. It's a spiritual game. I'm going to put you on the podcast, on, on a different podcast, because I think that <laughs> what I want to say here is like, you have a different Yeah, path, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Here, what I will say is that. I love Haitian women. Yeah, of course. Hands down, I love Haitian women. I would never not say that. And everybody thinks I don't. I do. I've dated them. It's just them. you haven't met the right one. 
even when I met the right one, they didn't think I was the right one. Mm. I'm it got it got to it got to be reciprocated. It got to go both ways. I've never right. felt I've never felt like like I fell in love with I fell in love with a Haitian woman. Mm-hmm. I like crazily fell in love with a Haitian woman. Mm-hmm. She didn't love me back. Mm-hmm. It fucked me up. And that's oh, man. and it, not, that's not why I didn't. I, I still try to talk to Haitian women. Like just like Haitian mm-hmm. women from that. Like now that I'm dating, like I like to like have conversations with Haitian women. I like to have, like do those things. But it's like, yeah, I, I mean, don't know, bro. It be it, honestly, it be that way. It be that way, honestly. And at the end of the day, um, you know, I'll tell you, all my friends, most of my friends that are Haitian mm-hmm. men, only one of them has been able to be with a Haitian woman. And I'm talking about my podcast. I'm looking at my podcast okay. right now. Actually, my podcast in general. My podcast in general. We've dated Haitian men. We've, you know, fooled Dated around. Haitian women. Oh, sorry. Haitian women. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Haitian women, right? Yeah. And, and I'm like looking at like, only one of us has been consistently dating, dating Haitian, Haitian women. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's, it's not for everybody. It's not. It's an obstacle course. Uh, 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 it's, it's really an obstacle course. It's, it's different. Um, but like you know, and that's the thing. It's culture again, culturally for emotional availability in the Haitian culture. Do you think you could be emotionally available to a Haitian woman though? Yeah, I'm always like I'm always open. But I feel like Haitian women are okay with that though. I mean, if, if they they have to like you first. They do have to like you first. And the thing is, it's like, from my experience, mm. I thought I was being emotionally available the right way to my person, but mm. come towards the end of the story, I wasn't emotionally available the right way for her. And it just fucked me up. It's like, bro, like, we've been doing this for like two years. So I'm not emotionally, you, sh- you should have told me this shit from the beginning. So... You know, that's what I learned from my therapy sessions where it's like, hey, let me just make sure. I was about to say something crazy. I was like, let me stop. <laughs> let me make sure. You would have thought that yeah. people, people com- communicate better, but they don't. No, of course. So, again, like I, t- like I, 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 I said to you, uh, the ways that I normally communicate my emotions, depending on how I feel, I write it. I like to yeah. write. I'm going to write you a letter. I'm going to write you some some poem. I'm going to write you something where it's like conveying my feelings, how I'm feeling in the moment, how you make me feel, and take it from there. If you don't accept that, tell me the right way to communicate to you that you like, that you can actually take in. Exactly. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait two years. Don't wait three years. To tell me, okay, oh, this is you, the, yo, the way you've stop, been communicating stop, it to stop, me. Stop, stop, stop. Can you already know I'm about to say? <laughs> no, I know, so I know, stop, I know, I know, I know. So So yeah, that's that's kind of it. But as we get to the end of this podcast, do you want to leave people with anything in regards to emotional availability? Look, protect your heart, but also be very honest with your heart. Mm-hmm. In it. Emotional availability goes back to communication, right? Yeah. When I say communication, like communicate how you feel, but be protective of it because not everybody deserves anything of that, right? Mm. Unless you feel like they're, they're they're worthy of it. Yep. What I've learned is that if you find that this is your person, if you want emotional availability, communicate that. 
communicate with that, but come with no judgment. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to feel like if I say something to them, they're going to look at me differently. So continue to be mm -hmm. honest about what you really want. If you're willing to deal with that, if you want to deal with the emotion. And we're, we're two men here. It's not like men and women here. And it might be different for women, but for men, men, if you're looking for emotional availability, be honest about yourself what you're really looking for. Because mm -hmm. if you're not really about that shit, don't do it. Yeah. It's not worth it because yeah. you're just going to put yourself in more heartache than you, you can even understand. Mm -hmm. Not a heartache, headache. Yeah. Because you're going to be asking for something for somebody that you know that that's not what you that's, want. That's, that's how, and some people can't provide the emotional availability yeah, that it's you okay. want. Yeah, and it's know? okay. And you know what? It's okay. You move on or you accept it and you move on from it. You, you like you always will move on, mm -hmm. but accept it and be like, I'm not here trying to change people. What yeah. I realized is I stopped trying to change people when they already gave you, when they already showed you their cards. Mm -hmm. And you could have those questions. And, and you, like you said, stop trying to change people. People try to change someone. Like I like everything about them, but I don't like this piece. Let's see if I can change them. Oh no 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 no. no. Just, it's not a project. I'm sorry. <laughs> just let it rock. Just let it rock. I'm over 30 now. I'm not dealing with projects. Mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with projects. You know what? And if I deal with a project, not a 30-year-old that's a project, too. Yeah. Uh, probably like a 24, 25. You know, they... they, they that's, bro, that's, that, that's past my... Yeah, that's we know. Yeah, but like, but <laughs> you know like, I don't yeah. go that... You know I don't go that low. You know I don't go that low. I'm like, nah, that's... A, that's a, I don't, I'm, that's I'm not going to say how low I go anymore because... Because, I mean, mentally, it's, it's it comes back down to the mental stability and where people are at. But, again, it's just, I'm sorry. I don't I need wanna, a lot. I don't play. I, don't, I'm, I own a home. I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, but what if a 25-year-old owns a home and they're adults? That's cute. That's great. But it's it's just, you got to bring up, you got to be doing a lot. A yeah, lot. that's what I'm saying. But this, this, it's out there. There's women out there that's doing it. I'm okay, and I've learned a long time, like, I'm okay with being single. You know what's crazy? And a, a, the thing is, a lot of people are not okay being by themselves and mentally checking themselves. Yeah. They can't They can't mentally check themselves to be alone and mentally like, hey, am I okay in my own space by myself? And, you know, and spiritually be good, physically be good, mentally be good. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people are there. No, you're right. And you know what? And I see you say that. Like, that's how I was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I was like... So like yearning for that, right? Mm -hmm. And I went down a deep dive, but then when you watch what you said, mm -hmm. it's funny. Cause that was cool. Like that that whole idea is like, okay, I don't need you. I don't need to be with you. Mm -hmm. I don't need that validation. Mm -hmm. oh, that's like let's talk. That's not even we're not gonna talk that's about a, that. That's a whole nother that's a whole but, nother discussion. But you said something that's funny, but like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna throw a caveat in it. Uh -huh. We live in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, do people know that people that? Uh, I mean, I, I, would, I would hope so. Yeah, New Jersey. Okay, cool, right? We live in a different world mm -hmm. out here, and what I realized is that being that I travel a lot for work, a lot of people that don't know, I'm not gonna tell you what I do, but I travel a lot for work, and I meet people all the time, and I'm like, it's a blessing to have a house in New Jersey, mm -hmm. beyond blessing. Like it's like insanely blessed, like. I could probably move to any other place in the middle of the country and probably have three houses based on what you just did here, right? Yeah. So, I'm going to put a caveat on your shit. I'm going mm -hmm. to put a wrench in your shit. Say mm -hmm. that, like, you got your own house in Jersey. Mm -hmm. If you had your 
if niggas had their own houses in Atlanta, mm-hmm. not Atlanta, outside of Atlanta, oh yeah, y'all, y'all same level playing field. You might have three. Mm-hmm. She just have two. Yeah. But she might be 25 and have two. Which is fire. But yeah. you know, but I think also it's like, I don't think age has anything to do with emotional availability. I think it's more about, hey, can you communicate your feelings respectfully with no action behind it? That's mm-hmm. why I go by emotional availability to me. It's like, I can tell you how I feel, but you're not going to use it against me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do anything against me. You're not going to say, oh, yeah, oh, shorty crazy because mm-hmm. she always want to talk about her feelings. Or, oh, this nigga not man enough because he wants to talk about how he upset about how... No, no, no. Just, just have a conversation. Communicate that. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Yeah. If you could do that, oh, we golden. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Where can people find you at? Oh, my God. People can find me at... Um, Instagram, blackmama underscore eight. I'm also on part uh, of a five-headed monster podcast called Defeat the Known Podcast. It's, we're, we're on every single streaming thing that's available, Apple, Spotify. Uh, um, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. There's so many of them. Yeah, I don't even know. Lot. Honestly, lot. I don't even know. We're on everything. <laughs> Defeat, it's Defeat the Known Podcast. Defeat the Known Podcast. Straight, no. And then um, I'm also on Twitter. Um, Black Mom underscore eight. I, we record our podcasts on Sundays. We do video now. We on YouTube too now. Wow. Um, so yeah, check us out. Um, Random Guy Kev will definitely be on there soon when he ever decides to leave his. When I leave my home. <laughs> yeah, when he, when he decides to leave his cave. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but that's it for this episode. You guys can find me on all social media platforms at Random Guy Kev and my website at randomguykev.com. Don't forget to check in, and I will catch you guys on the next one.